Good morning. My name is Bill Sullivan. I'm the Vice President General Manager for U.S. Federal Business at Denodo, the logical platform data company. We're interviewing Dr. Joe Perez on behalf of CDO Magazine. It's a pleasure to have Dr. Perez join us, well-known public speaker at conferences around the world, and is going to share his thoughts on data, how to make it actionable, how to make it relevant, and how to deliver value through data. Do you, do you get involved with uh, some of the uh, storytelling, the narrative to the to the legislature at all as a result of the output of, uh, you know, the technology? I, in wish, the I wish I were. My current role does not include that as part of my responsibility. Uh, oh, my goodness. I would be chomping at the bits, you know, because uh, not only uh, in my role as um, senior systems analyst, team leader, I help run a data warehouse. Uh, in, in, on an interim basis right now, I manage a data warehouse, um, but um, uh, in another capacity, I speak at conferences uh, across the globe, and uh, I really uh, I really enjoy advocating for data governance, data storytelling, you know, making data actionable. Um, how do you get from concept to reality? How do you go from being in data denial to being data driven, you know, con continually trying to challenge people to turn their ideas on their side and look upon it in a, in a, in a new light? You know, you have to look, link, listen, leverage and learn, you know, the five L's of of data driven decision making, you know, again, not uh, the, the point is, I wish that my role included doing that as I am a strong advocate for that. And yeah, I do that at conferences. Uh, unfortunately, I my role does not include uh, a, a capacity to do that in front of the legislature, though uh, I think I could probably talk them into more um, uh, more involvement, perhaps. But uh, no, that's uh, that's not my role at, at current, unfortunately. Okay. No worries. So you, you did touch on the fact that you, you're doing a lot of public speaking. And I, I saw your, uh, you know, I, I reviewed a lot of your, your, your material there. I'm curious, as you go into next year, what do you see as some of the biggest opportunities and uh, the biggest challenges uh you know that you're going to guide people on as it pertains to their use of management of data and i'll mm -hmm. sure so um one of the one of the things that i see is um again people that people that are having a hard time deciding between going with their gut and going with the data you know, um, there are, uh, I don't know, they, ha they have great business acumen. They've got great intuition, the ups and downs, you know, they, they have that overall 10,000 foot view of the strategy from afar off, while at the same time, they've got their pulse on the, um, uh, not the strategic, but the tactical as well, you know, the, the finger on the pulse of the tactics, the day-to-day -day operational things and principles that will execute the long-range policy, you know, to, to the extent that leaders can do both, you know, strategy and tactics, both the long view and the operational view, uh, I think they're the ones that are going to have the, the, the most success. But, but even in the midst of that, yeah, they think just because I've got my finger on the pulse of what's going on, that I can simply rely on those instincts. I can simply rely on that in intuition. Now, to be honest, I would take somebody with a good business savvy 
over a, a brainiac any day, you know, because sometimes it just takes that common sense to get through and, and figure out how to solve a problem. But at the same time, I believe that intuition that's that's accurate is an intuition that's going to be informed. And how what is it that informs our intuition? Nothing other than data, right? It is having a, um, a, a clear view of what are those different hard, fast data points that are that are coming in. Yeah, use that business savvy, but temper it with a knowledge of the specific data. You think your trends are going up and down, but you know, if you're not paying attention to the data, then you could be blindsided by something you weren't expecting. So, so getting people to that point of, yes, trusting your instincts, but also letting those instincts be informed by data, having that balance, if you will, um, is, is something I really harp on and something that I, that I do see as, as a challenge. Um, and, and the issue, the problems come when people go either to one extreme or the, the other, right? Trusting the instincts so much that they're ignoring the data or trusting the data so much that they're ignoring their instinct. You know, you need to have both. They, they need to be balanced and um, be able to achieve um, uh, the goals that you're, that you're striving for. Uh, I, I see that as a, as a challenge. And, and, and that's what I want to do is challenge people to, you know, to, to break out of that comfort zone, go the extra mile and simply blow away the status quo. You know, right. uh, look at an expectation. It's something that ought to be exceeded, not something that you just meet. And and how do you do that? Again, looking at your data and looking at ways that you're going to do things better today than you did yesterday, and even better tomorrow. You know, so I, I see those as some of the some of the biggest challenges uh, be, before businesses and government today. It's an analogy. You know, I was thinking as you were explaining it between new pilots who are visually flight rated and you know, they're just looking around and experienced pilots who are instrument flight rated. You come to understand, you come to the latter can fly at night. They can fly in weather. They can fly in snow. They trust their instruments, but the best pilots have both skills. I, my sense yeah. is that executives, both commercial as well as government, uh, you know, they want to be a data-driven organization. They want to be instrument-rated pilots, but it's very difficult if you've been doing something for a bunch of years to say, okay, I'm going to trust the data, even though it it says something different than what my intuition tells me. The instrument-rated pilots will do that and they'll, and they'll be able to keep flying. So it's a very, it's a, it's an interesting um, um, juxtaposition we're in right now. My sense is, is. a lot of executives are getting there. Not quite there sometimes, mm -hmm. but they're getting there. But it also speaks to the importance of data integrity. And you touched yes. on that earlier, right? Making sure there's not garbage in the data, making sure it's up to date, it's accurate, being able to trust the, line, uh, the lineage of the data and, and make sure that, you know, what you're getting is is accurate. So this has been a fascinating conversation. Is is there any other points that you'd like to share with our, our viewers today that, that, that maybe I've missed that you... Uh, you think that, you know, in the years to come, that your experiences or what you see that you think people would be, mm -hmm. would benefit by knowing? Sure. Uh, Bill, that's, that's an excellent question. I thank you for, thank you for asking. And again, it's, uh, it's my honor to, uh, to be here on your, on your program today, sir. Um, so as renowned data scientist and author Jonas Jones once said, data is not information. Data is not knowledge. Data is 
potential, he said. Okay. Uh, you know, I believe that these words aptly encapsulate the the essence of our conversation today, Bill. Um, and, you know, data in its raw form is this vast reservoir of potential just waiting to be transformed into these actionable insights that we've been talking about, insights that drive innovation, enhance decision making, and quite literally shape the future as we know it. You know, it's through data analytics that is the, well, the science of extracting some sort of meaning from data that we unlock this great potential and harness its power to make a positive impact. That's what you want, a positive impact on the world around us. And as organizations and governments continue to embrace data-driven approaches, uh, again, the mantra that I'm constantly advocating here with passion here, you know, the role of data analytics is going to become increasingly crucial in my opinion. And as I said earlier, data will no longer be merely this afterthought, okay? It will be, and probably already is, the driving force between strategic decisions, operational efficiency, and customer-centric innovation. In fact, I'm going to take it a step further and say, put myself on the line here, it already is to a great degree. So in this data-driven future, organizations and governments that effectively harness that power, the power of data and analytics, that is, and putting it into a story, they're going to be the ones that are going to thrive, adapt, and lead the way towards, uh, hopefully, a brighter, more informed, and data-driven world. And it's it's something that, with all my heart, I hope comes to pass because um, you know you you only get one shot, and uh, hopefully you can you can give it the best you've got and and uh, come up with something that um, that will drive innovation among among all all the people today. Um, so I I guess I guess to put it this way, um, make sure data is actionable. All right. Make sure it does those three things I talked about. Right. Does it make it help you to make a decision, answer a question or solve a problem? You get to that point and I think you can call it a successful day. So, Dr. Perez, one of the things we were discussing was, you know, what advice would you give to uh, students coming out? Uh, you know, the the area of Data analytics is a major field of study right now in many college campuses. What would you share yes, with the, those students that are 19, 20, 22 years old that are that are either contemplating or pursuing a data analytics track? What, what should they be thinking about now and what should they be looking at for the future? I don't know. Some would say that they're too young to know what they're doing, too young to know anything, but I disagree. We got some pretty sharp, sharp students out there. And uh, what I would say as an older guy, okay, for these newbies. Uh, I would say y'all just go ahead and embrace the power of data, right? The power of data that can transform industries and just go make a positive impact on the world. Get out there, develop that strong foundation in both technical and business skills. You need both to help you become a well-rounded analytics professional. That's my advice. Terrific. That's that's a great point. You know, 
it's probably overused, but uh, they they yeah. point out that that you know Bill Gates dropped out of college. Uh, I guess Mark Zuckerberg finished. You, you don't want to drop out of college as a career <laughs> progression goal, but it does highlight the fact that being able to master both the technology and the business side, understanding the real world, yes, not getting lost in the technology is important. As I, I tell my daughter, who's twenty one now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the smartest people are not the ones that know it all now. They're the people that are able to learn quickly and use it. Yes. And that's, that's what you've been discussing this morning is that ability to apply data to a given use case to drive value. Absolutely. And if our analytics students can do that, they learn to think, they learn to apply, uh, they're going to be just fine as you know professionals, but they're also going to have a, a meaningful and fulfilling professional career. So yes, that's great will. points. Thank you, sir. On behalf of CDO Magazine, we're, we're, we're truly grateful for you joining us this morning. We wish you all the best efforts there in North Carolina, and hopefully I'll be able to catch your presentation at a conference soon. Sounds great. Thank you so much. The honor and pleasure have been mine, sir. Thank you so much.